Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Okay. In this episode, we're going to talk about intuition and signs. Show me a sign. I can remember when I was first stepping into my intuition, honing it, and attempting to get a handle on it, and I constantly ask for signs. Show me a sign. Show me that this is a sign that this is the right decision. Show me a sign that this is going to work out. And I have to admit, when I was first asking for a sign, it was difficult for me to recognize the signs. But before we dive too deep into this, I need to specify that uh, the universe isn't sitting back attempting to guide you in a way that is contrary to what you want, contrary to the questions that you're asking. Even though your guides and your higher self know where you ultimately want to end up, and if you are off course, you will get gentle guidance to get back on the path. But by and large, your intuition at any given moment is in the process of answering your current question. So when you come upon signs or think you are seeing signs or interpreting signs, it's important to ask, or at least tune into, what was your state of being when you asked the question? What is your current question? What's your current focus? And that will give you an idea of the quality of the signs, the quality of the information coming back to you. Ask a poor question, you get poor answers in return. So asking a quality question is critically important in getting quality information. Sometimes people don't feel like they should ask a question, that their intuition will just guide them along as they go. Early on when I would do readings, I would have people come in and not ask questions. They just felt if I was psychic, I would tell them what they needed to know. But that's kind of like going into a library and asking the librarian, give me some information. And she would ask, what kind of information do you want? We have hundreds and thousands of books. Where would you like me to show you? What kind of information do you want answered? And in the psychic realm, in the intuitive realm, you have access to any information. You have access to infinite intelligence. And so if you're not asking a specific question to get a specific answer, then most often you won't get anything because the universe, your guides, will not impose on your free will. Now, going back to the beginning of this episode, I said something to the effect that the universe does not have an agenda for you. It is not guiding you towards an agenda. It is guiding you towards your intention, towards the intention you created when you incarnated, when you came into this life, the intention of your higher self. So it is not contrary. It is not in addition to. It's not some plan that God has for you or the universe that is outside of your purview, outside of your own knowing. So it is going to be in alignment with the intentions that you've created and have been creating for your life. Now, Admittedly, we don't always make the best intentions along the way. Sometimes it's driven by the ego. Sometimes we're not in alignment 
with our other parts. Our mind is not aligned with our heart or our body in a congruent expression, a congruent connection. So it's not connected to source. It's not connected to the infinite intelligence. It kind of comes from a shallow place. And so as a response, we get shallow guidance. And this goes hand in hand with law of attraction. So the universe is always answering yes, always. What does that mean? That whatever is showing up in your life, that is a yes answer to the vibration, to the intention, the thoughts and focus that you're putting out in the world. So whatever is showing up, whatever signs are showing up, it's a reflection of your focus. It's a reflection of what's going on inside your head. Now, one of the reasons I'm doing this episode now is that it was prompted by one of the students in my intuition course. She's a member of the vault. And so she asked a question to go a little deeper than what was in the course at the time. So she has this event that she scheduled herself for, but it seemed like to her that she was getting signs and signals that she shouldn't go. There was a flat tire, there was delays, there was change of schedule, there was things that were coming up to where she couldn't do things the way she wanted to, and it seemed to be a struggle. She seemed to be getting the signs that she shouldn't go, and she was wondering how to interpret the signs. Now, one thing you can do is ask for another sign. Ask for an amplification. And I've said it this way. I said, I'm pretty dense. Like, I'm not getting it. Can you give me a signal? Can you give me a sign? Something that I will not misinterpret and give it to me within the next couple hours in a way where I will know. And invariably, I would get a signal. I would get some kind of sign. I'd usually go to my bookshelf and I'd pick up a book and I'd get some indication that would confirm that, yes, this was a sign. But in retrospect, in looking at it, me keep asking for signs was just actually looking for some confirmation of a feeling I already had. I already knew. I already intuitively knew what the answer was. But my rational brain was making an attempt to override it because it didn't make sense. And in reference to my student that asked the question, you know, she had this event, and I got the impression that it was a logical thing for her to do. It was logical and rational for her to be there because it was important. It could potentially have a payoff. Yet I was wondering, and I told her, relayed to her, what was the intention? What was the feeling that was behind originally setting up the plans to attend this event? Now, if it was not in alignment then you would get signals down the road that it was not appropriate, not right, wasn't the thing for you to do. It wasn't the biggest bang for your buck or the biggest bang for your investment of time and energy. Now, I've yet to get her response to my response to her. I actually recorded an audio message and I sent it to her for her review, just asking these basic questions. What was your state of mind? How were you being? How would it feel? How does it feel? If you think about just canceling, is it a relief? Does it feel expansive or is there a feeling of contraction? With the idea that if it's expansive, if there's an expansive feeling in making a decision not to go, then that's the most appropriate choice. But if it feels like you're losing out, if it feels like a contraction, like it's the wrong decision, then go. 
regardless of what's showing up. Because ultimately, it isn't these little events that are occurring in our life. It's how we interpret them. It's how they feel to us. And I also said that from my perspective, based on what she told me so far, that if she was interpreting it as a sign not to go, trust it. Trust it that it's a sign not to go. Because at some point, we need to jump in the pool with both feet. We need to act as if we're aligned with our intuition, and our intuition is guiding us to the most appropriate decision, the most appropriate course of action. Now, something to consider, and this is the role of the ego in this, is sometimes your intuition is telling you something that you don't want to do. It actually scares your ego. It scares your rational brain. And so you will ask for a sign to get some kind of counter indication that uh, your rational brain is right, that your ego is right. Yet you know, like if you really go to your heart, the answer is within you. At the center of your being, you know what you're supposed to do. You know the answer. I can remember many years ago, I was involved in a relationship that intuitively I knew was not right. It wasn't the right, it it did not have a future. Yet my ego kept me in it. I kept looking for the signs that would confirm that I was supposed to stay in this relationship because frankly, the sex was good. It was romantic. I, I was attracted to her. Yet there were a lot of red flags that just said this was not the right relationship long term. Yet in my mind, In my imagination, I was building it into something more than it really was. But intuitively, I knew the answer. But when I was looking for information, when I was looking for confirmation on whether I should stay or whether I should go, you know, seeking an answer outside of myself, no matter what message I got, my ego would twist the information, twist the perception to fit the scenario that it wanted to move forward in. But what's interesting is that when we fail to listen to the signs, listen to the urgings, when it's a whisper, the signs will get more dramatic, bigger. The drama will expand when it's not the right fit for us. It will get so bad to where we have no choice but to leave. The idea, though, the the ideal is to listen to the urgings, watch for the signs, interpret the signs when it's a whisper, when it's just a glimmer. Then you can take action on that and avoid a lot of pain, a lot of suffering, a lot of discomfort. But, you know, it's a process. It's a process, admittedly so. So ask for the signs, play it out. But remember, in the end, the bottom line is, you know. Okay, this is divine timing, perfect timing. Since I'm doing this episode, I just got a response back from the student that asked me the question about going to this event. And she said the thing that I said that struck her the most is that the universe is not logical. And I'll restate that here. The universe, infinite intelligence, intuition is rarely logical. Many times it flies in the face of the logical or rational thing to do. You know, you may have to go to work, but your intuition is telling you to stay home, to go to the park or go somewhere else, blow something off. And your rational brain is saying, I can't do that. I can't do that. 
but your intuition is guiding you in a different direction. And that struck her as significant. She had a tendency or has a tendency to operate from the rational mind, from the doing the right thing. But when she thought about it, the whole experience was heavy. And she thought about making all the arrangements, making it work, regardless of what was happening, regardless of the signs, it was extremely heavy. And the thought of not being able to connect with her children for an extended period of time really just did not sit well with her. So she decided not to go. She wrote to me, I was supposed to be there today. I'm sitting in the tire shop because she had a flat tire. That was one of the signs answering emails, uncluttering apps, and thinking what I want to make for dinner. It feels so much lighter and nicer to be doing this. And I have to say, I noticed a sign today. Now, before I tell you what the sign was, I'll tell you that when I did the voice recording for her and sent it to her, I noticed that the recording number was 111, 111. And so I put her name in it, and I left the message number in there. And I said, interestingly enough, the number of this message is 111. And in my interpretation, I told her, I don't think you should go. So when she dropped off her car, the mechanic asked what her mileage was, and it was exactly 9-1-1-1-2. She saw the ones, and she says, I'm good. Time to start slowing down and feeling into decisions. Then she thanks me and gives me kudos, but really... She's the one that interpreted the signs. She's the one that made the decision. She felt the difference. And was it expansive or was it contraction? It was expansive in light when she actually made the decision. Now, with that said, I need to admit something that it's been an entire week since I've recorded an episode for The Aligned Self. And frankly, I've been beating myself up about it. I should be posting. I should be recording something. But I just couldn't get myself to record. I just couldn't find the flow. I couldn't. It just didn't feel right. So I didn't. And as I rose up out of meditation, I decided to do this episode on signs. And sure enough, as I'm recording this episode, I get a confirmation of the decision that was made based on intuitive guidance. So I thought it was divine timing, perfect timing. And then also, my weekend has cleared up some, and I plan to batch some material so I can actually record ahead and not be just in time. But for me, it was a reminder this past week since my birthday, and I've actually been thinking about how I want things to go, how I want the business to expand, how I want the podcast, you know, the reach that I want, the type of topics I want to do. And I've been thinking about the vault and where that's going to go. Now, when I was doing all that, I didn't realize that I was going to come out of this at the new moon, the new moon in Scorpio, which is my sign. So it has an extra impact. Now, I don't always pay attention to the moon, but my my wife has been urging me to do more so lately. And I've noticed that this one was particularly uh, beneficial to me. Now, traditionally for a new moon, it's a period of reflection, introspective, intuitive connection, an opportunity to create and set forth new intentions, the beginning of a new chapter. And the full moon is the culmination of a period, the culmination of a chapter, a time to put things to bed, let things go, 
and complete on things. So it, it just seemed interesting that the moon played into a role during this cycle. So before I end this episode, I want to tie up some loose ends and talk a little bit more about signs. What are signs? Well, basically, if you interpret it as a sign, it's a sign. Regardless if you get feedback from the muggle world, the rational world, the real world, that it's just a coincidence. It's just something that came up and you're making it more than it is. No, that's them undermining their intuitive guidance. Trust yourself. If it feels, if it feels inside like a sign, it's a sign. And understand that that's the problem in the beginning because it doesn't feel like a sign. You question it. You doubt it. You know, is it really a sign? And frankly, you probably will misread it at first. Misread it the first few times. But if it feels like a sign, treat it like a sign and make the decision in alignment with getting that information and then see how it plays out. And then in retrospect, in hindsight, being able to look back and see how it played out. Did it play out the way you wanted it to? Did it play out to your benefit? And then what was the quality of that sign? How did it feel when you received it? And then make a note of that. That's how you get to calibrate to how you feel inside and what is the confirmation, that inner feeling, that inner knowing that, yes, that is a sign. That is your intuition speaking. And frankly, it's just practice. It's practice. Practice again and again and again. Follow the sign, follow the urge, follow the intuition, and see how it plays out. Review it in hindsight and check back in and remember the feeling. And ideally, if you're keeping a journal, write down when you're receiving the sign how you feel about it. Does it feel expansive, contractive, or anything else that's coming up? And then you can go back and reflect in hindsight and see how it played out. Was it a valid interpretation? And frankly, that's the only way you can figure it out over time. Now, what kinds of things are signs? It can be a passage in a book. It can be a song on the radio. It can be an off remark or an offhand remark that somebody says to you. You know, I can remember many years ago when I was a courier at FedEx And the circumstances were such where it was uh, a struggle, and I was tired, and I was complaining. I was talking to a new hire, and of course, she's new. She's new to the job. She loves it. She loves the fact she's getting paid more than she's ever gotten paid before per hour, and just raving about how lucky she was about the job. And here I am in the complaining mode, and I was in the box-shucking mode. And I made the statement, like, I don't even know why I'm here. And she turned to me with exuberance and excitement and said, you created this. You created it. And it was like someone took a hammer and hit me between the eyes. Of course, I did create this. And I'm creating my experience today or at that time. And I was not particularly proud of that realization. But it was an intuitive message from the universe. My guides, God, goddess, all that is, spoke through her to remind me of my power. And then I can remember another time, years before that, and I was just fresh off that experience of the Shakti experience that I relate to in my my spiritual awakening in an earlier podcast. I can't remember the number, but it's there, where I talk about how I had this Kundalini awakening 
And it happened in the dream state, but it was so real, so vivid. I left my body. I had the palpable experience of leaving my body. But I was in this one moment of doubting it. And I went to bed. And I went to bed rather early, in fact, that night. But then I was awakened to get up. And I went downstairs and I turned on the TV. And there was Johnny Carson on The Tonight Show interviewing some actress. And she began talking about her spiritual life, her spiritual practice. And Johnny asked a few questions. And it turns out that she followed a guru. And that guru was the same one that initiated my spiritual awakening. So to me, that was a sign. That was confirmation that my experience was indeed real, real for me. And frankly, I have no idea who she was. I didn't recognize her. I've never seen her since. I don't even know if it was real (laughs) in that sense. You know, I've often encountered people in situations where I wonder if the universe just didn't create that experience just for me. Just to answer my question. For instance, one of my favorite things to do is sometimes go to my bookshelf and scan the books with my current question in mind, or just asking, what do I need to know right now? What would be of benefit for me to know that would make a difference? And then I'll scan my bookshelf, and I'll look for something that kind of leaps off or is illuminated on the shelf. I'll pull it out, I'll open it up, and I just plop my finger down, and I start reading. And nine times out of ten, Actually, many more times than that, probably 99 and a half times out of 100, the information is spot on. And if it's not right in that paragraph, it's really close. So if my answer doesn't appear to be in the first paragraph that I'm reading, I keep reading. I read just a little bit before it and a little bit after it. And the answer has always been contained there. Now, sometimes I've gone back to find that passage, you know, to refer to it again. And I can't find it. It's like it disappeared. Like it was only there in that moment in answering to my question. Science signals information can also occur in movies. You might be attracted to go see a particular movie. And one line, one passage hits you in a way that makes a difference for your life. Again, these signs show up in accordance to the focus, your current focus and your current question that you have, the intentions that you've created for your life. And urgings typically come when your brain is in neutral, when your mind is not really thinking about anything particular, when you're not really focused, you know, concertedly, consciously on your intention or your question. It's kind of like when you're in the shower and something pops in your head. Or those moments when you're talking with a friend and you're recounting, you know, a particular actor or actress who starred in some movie and suddenly neither one of you can remember the name of this actor. And you say something to the effect that, oh my, oh my God, it's like right on the tip of my tongue. And, but neither one of you can recall. And then it's in the moment, you know, maybe a few minutes later or the next day, you're in the shower, you're driving, and suddenly pops in your head the name of that actor. And as if you always knew, and it's like, of course. And you kind of shake your head. Why couldn't I ever call that earlier? Well, because we're consciously efforting. 
So if you want a sign, ask the question, ask for the sign, and then forget about it. And go about your day, and when it shows up, you'll get the signal, you'll get the sign. Now, before I sign off, I want to go back and recount my gal that, my, my gal, that sounds so condescending, my my student that uh, contacted me and was in the questioning of whether or not she should go to this event. Now, in the grand scheme of things, if you look at the big picture, I wonder if she did not set, or if her higher self did not set this event in place, in motion, for her to come to this point of realization, to have these signs and actually be in the question of it because she was she's right in the middle of the intuition course too. So this is in the forefront of her mind. It's her current conversation. How do I listen more accurately to my intuition? And then she had this these series of events, these that seemed like a struggle, some setbacks, like it just didn't seem to fit. So she was questioning, is this a sign? And then after a brief conversation or a brief message from me, she thinks about it and she realizes, yes, it is a sign. She's not going to go. And she now has a greater appreciation of her intuitive guidance. She has an inner knowing about intuitive information and signs, quote unquote, than she ever did before. She could not have arisen She could not have arrived at the conclusion that she did had she not set up this scenario weeks ago. So I'm reminded about the complex and creative intelligence of the universe to coordinate things, coordinate circumstances in such a way to always work out for our benefit. And one last word, if you have any fear about picking a sign or choosing a sign or identifying some information as a sign when it might not be a sign, don't worry about it. Just go ahead, act as if, because there's no such thing as failure, only feedback. And if you get tangled up doing the tango, simply tango out of it. Okay, that's it for this episode. This is your host, your friend, Daniel Dano V, urging you to follow your bliss, follow your inner guidance, and live the epic life.